Are you tired of yo-yo dieting? Tired of starting a new weight loss program just to fail again? Are you tired of beating yourself up, losing self-esteem, self-confidence, and self-respect? It's time to create lasting change once and for all, my friend. Welcome to the Body Mastery with Alex Yegorov podcast. My name is Alex Yegorov, and my goal is to help you master your body, your weight loss, and weight maintenance, your health, energy, and vitality. My mission is to help you unlock your inner power so you can start producing consistent and measurable results while enjoying everything life has to offer without sabotaging your results. My main outcome for this podcast is to share proven strategies so you can get good lasting results and keep them lifelong while avoiding pitfalls and setbacks so you can save your time, money, health, and efforts on things that simply do not work. Are you ready to rock and roll? Let's begin. What's going on, guys? Alex Yegorov here from biohackbody.com. In today's episode, I got interviewed by Rusty Osborne, and we are going to be talking about how you can stop yo-yo dieting once and for all. And I will actually give you my specific strategies, so stay tuned to the very end. Hey everyone, welcome to this episode of Losing Weight Today. My guest is Alex Yehorov. Alex, is a, he's a podcaster, he's a coach, he's helping people to stop the yo-yo dieting and really successfully master weight loss, weight maintenance, health, energy, vitality, all that great stuff that we need. His mission is to help you unlock your inner power and help you master not just your body, but also your energy, your emotions, your beliefs, so you can produce consistent and measurable results in every area of life without the self-sabotage. Wouldn't that be nice, right? It's possible. You can do it. Anyways, in this episode, we're going to dig into the benefits of fasting. How do you break a fast? Uh, The benefits of aligning your mindset with your actions and how to do that and so much more. And I'm really stoked about this episode because Alex and I have a lot of similarities in our story and in the way that we work and work with our clients and the beliefs that we hold around health and life. And uh, man, I'm just so stoked to bring this to you and keep an eye out for part two coming up later down the pipeline. We've just got so much to dig into. I know you're going to love it because I sure as heck did. All right. And if you do like this episode, please don't forget to hit the subscribe button. And if you haven't done so yet, I would love if you could uh, leave just a quick review. So A, you don't miss any future episodes. And B, that's how we get the word out there about this podcast and we can share with more people. So it would mean the world to me if you could go ahead and leave just a super short review on how amazing life is by listening to this or not, whichever's best for you. Either way, let's dig in now with Alex. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Losing Weight. Today we've got life coach, podcaster, biohacker, and another health nut just like me, Alex Yeharov. Alex, welcome to the show, man. How are you? Hey, Rossi, I'm doing great. How about you? Fan friggin' tastic. Thank you for asking, man. So, uh, with as with anybody that's into health on the level that we are, there is definitely a story. There's a reason that we got into this. So. Give us some some background, some context. How did you get to uh, to be in who you are right now? 
Okay, so I've never been overweight a uh, big time, like most of the people might think. Uh, I've been overweight 35, kilo, uh, 35 pounds or something. But the whole story of my weight loss story started actually in 2012 when I was skinny. Uh, I was drug addicted. I was alcohol addicted. I was smoking two packs of cigarettes a day. I was working uh, nine to five uh, as a miner in the coal mine. And, you know, life was miserable in any area in my uh in my relationship, in my career, in my health, in my in my everything. So I've decided I've, I've got so much pain and I've decided to link a little bit to the pleasure, uh, add something that's going to make me feel a little bit more, uh, I don't know, confident. I didn't have confidence. I was I was very toxic and poisoned person to begin with, but I didn't know that back then. OK, so uh, it took me nine years. But the point is, first thing I decided, hey, how about I'm going to put on some muscle? How about I'm going to start lifting some weight just just to see what's going to happen, you know? And sure enough, I started lifting some weight. Uh, muscles start growing a little bit. I start following the fitness guru back then, uh, which preached to eat six to 12 times a day. And well, sure enough, I've gained, first of all, it wasn't healthy eating back then. Uh, at least I didn't know the way it's supposed to be, right? I was just starting out. And eventually I start gaining weight more than muscles. So I start feeling bloating. My health actually... Uh, went down. So I was thinking, hey, I'm doing the fitness. Fitness is supposed to be healthy, right? But I didn't feel this way at all. So the more I was doing this, I don't know, lifting things, uh, the more I realized that food, nutrition, that part is big, it's huge part component of the health. So I started learning about that, starting diving into different diets. This is where about five years ago, I found uh, after experimenting already with different type, uh, types of diets, I found intermediate fasting for me, which is not actually a diet. It's just the time-restrictive window. And that's why I like it so much, because you can pair with paleo, with keto, with bulletproof diet, with whatever you want, right? And whatever nutritional principles you are tuning into, what works for you. So I start playing with intermediate fasting, fasting, dry fasting, uh, prolonged fasting, like all kind of, even fat fasting. I mean, it's crazy how many things I tried. I start more shifting from, hey, I don't want to build that much muscle or something. I want more health. I realized my, my perspective has changed. Now I didn't follow the rule of, hey, I want to just lose weight and build some muscle and look good. I figured that Looking good is one component, but you can do it in a very unhealthy way on a very or on a very healthy way. And I start tuning more into health, right? Start reading more and more books, listening podcasts, YouTube show, hiring coaches even and and whatnot. So my whole life transformed. And eventually with this, uh, you know, one get good habit leads to another. So you lifting some weights, you're doing some cardio, you start looking into uh, more ways to improve your life with intermediate fasting, with nutrition, what's healthy, what's not. And slowly you gain more confidence, you're feeling better, you're less toxic all of a sudden, you're more smiling, the whole life starts changing. Now, it doesn't mean by changing those few things, uh, your entire life changed right away in one second. It wasn't like that for me. The journey it took me 19 years to stop smoking and drinking. I used to drink as drunk as crazy every single day. I don't know, maybe one day off. And it was really dark, dark place in my life. I've gone through a few years of drug addicted as well. And many other things that I'm not going to touch to shorten this story because it's going to be just too much. But the point is when you hit rock bottom and this is where you have nothing to lose. This is the best, I mean, the best time to start doing health and all, all of that right now. But I already didn't have anywhere to go. I was at my lowest and 
I decided I have nothing to lose. So why why shouldn't I try this and that and start uh, opening for different opportunities, including my business? I mean, when you improve in your health, uh, all of a sudden your career gets better or your business, all of a sudden you have more energy uh, to uh, for your wife or your spouse, right? For your kids, things like that. So it all started piling up. And again, I've played with a keto diet, a paleo diet, and they all work perfectly. Exercises, that's what I've been doing already, physical activities for many, many years. But I was missing the uh, main component. The main component, and I would say it this way, uh, after working with people and uh, after my weight loss transformation, I noticed one thing, that a lot of the times people mindset are strong enough and they're ready. When they just add in one simple system, maybe exercising or just cardio or in the morning, or it can be just intermediate fasting or for someone just food and everything click and everything works perfectly. This, the way, this that didn't work for me because probably, not probably, more likely my mindset wasn't in that spot. So even though I was doing exercises, even though I was doing intermediate fasting and I was doing keto and paleo and different nutritional healthy hacks, from time to time, I would sabotage my results and go into the binge mode. And that was one of the biggest adversity for the last four years, which I also successfully bottled him as, as all of those smoking, drinking drugs and all of that. But I want to make it clear that for people who have tried many, many things, I want you to hear me right now that I've been there. I've tried many diets, many things, many things that all of the gurus saying that's going to work for you and it didn't work. But it's not because those people aren't smart enough or they are lying to you. It's just because we all, at the end of the, all, at the, end of the day, we're all different a little bit, right? And 80% of your success, it's your psychology and only 20% is your mechanics. Sure enough, you can do exercises. You can do fasting, different nutritional plans, whatever you can do. It's, it's all tacticals and it works, as I said. But without mindset, which is 80%, Without strong mind, you might sabotage yourself. So that's what I've been focusing for the last three years, even more than before, uh, because I found myself, before you change your identity to the one that you visualize in every day, before you will start priming towards your goals, you might from time to time sabotage your results. And that's that's probably, that's that's how I've gone to all of this health, weight loss uh, industry. And uh, for the last couple of years, I've been doing my podcast and my YouTube shows. I start sharing that knowledge that I've gained over those years, because believe it or not, I was spending five to 10 hours learning this stuff. I was literally learning this stuff. And uh, I decided that my creator sent me here, not just to only consume information, but it's time uh, to start giving back to the community because I own it to the people. I own it to the, my coaches, my mentors. And uh, that's what I've been doing for the last couple of years. Fantastic. Wow. And I love that too, not just because obviously it's an amazing story and you've gone through so much, but it, sound, it sounds like you were just telling my story as well because there's so many different parallels where we're in these binge cycles and just addicted to to food and booze and all these things and just then we want to lose weight so we just exercise because that's what they said should work and then it doesn't work because it's not necessarily doing it in a healthy way and all these different things need to get into place and the amount of work that it takes to learn this on your own the amount of research it takes the amount of hours you put in to just reading books listening to podcasts watching videos taking the courses hiring the coaches is unbelievable to get to the point where it, it really sinks in and so, man, I love your mission. I love that you're here to help other people and bring that in a way that hopefully can save them some time and money along the way, right? And some and headaches, health. right? Yeah. Headaches, get... health, money, time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. It all ties in. It all ties in. So 
Definitely. Let's uh, let's save some people some time, some uh, some health, and, and get some things happening here. And uh, one one thing here was when you were in that rock bottom time, right? When you were really just in the depth of it, you said you had like nothing left to lose. What was it like to really just be sitting in that, uh, just in that rock bottom moment for you? Well, it wasn't a moment. It was kind of like a years and years. I wish it was just one moment, like boom, and everything had changed. As I said, it, it's been for quite many years where I was bottling those inner voices. And that's why the, uh, that's that's a part of my program. That's the part of what I'm coaching. That a part of what I'm preaching is to strengthening your mindset, is to strengthen again, changing your identity. Because believe it or not, it doesn't matter. Is it weight loss? Is it business? Is it being happy? Mindset is really so crucial. And I've started digging into those beliefs that the the voices, the thoughts that uh, digging into. Um, that rolling in our head and at the time when you're in de- depression the best thing i mean the, the that's the worst place because those voices are attacking you the most those demons those urges it can be anything using drugs can be smoking can be hey you're not good enough all of those voices all of those addictions those patterns whatever you believe whatever you call them it's all right it's all just the synonym for those you need to understand that there are aren't you the true you is strong the true you is confident the true you is love is gratitude and when you tune into that which i also did because i started digging into meditation believe it or not brother i tried so many things i tried multiple kinds of meditation gratitude exercises i've taken courses and programs not relevant even to the weight loss just to solve those my inner conflicts to bottle those inner voices and to separate myself from them to see who i I am truly am and who are they and they're nothing and i'm getting my control back so basically yeah this long depression taught me one thing that never give up no matter how long it's going to take i will repeat one more time i know i already said that but it took me 19 years to bottle alcohol and uh cigarette smoking addiction about five years drug addiction about my entire life to junk food addiction right uh Many, many of those things. But, you know, I didn't have those knowledge. I, I, back then, we didn't have that much also uh, information like nowadays we have. So I was digging and through this pain, I was figuring out most of the time, again, most of the time on my own. That's why it took me so long. Right now, I know we can provide this shortcut for the people so they can get through this uh, faster. But again, if you would give up, if you imagine I would give up, well, let's say, smoking addiction and drinking addiction on 18 years of uh, trying and I would give up. That means I would never even know that it's possible to quit it uh, once um, at the end of the day, right? So my main point is doesn't matter how long it's, how painful it is. Doesn't matter how long it's going to take. You have to train your mind. You have to start training your discipline, those voices through incantations, through just discipline yourself, through meditation, through gratitude, through many other techniques out there, how you can strengthen your mind uh, and overcome those voices. But yeah, never give up, my friend, because I know you can do it uh, and keep on pushing, keep on learning, tune into the uh, Rusty's podcast, listen to my podcast, uh, listen to other people's, just get this information and start taking action, my friend, right now. Don't wait. Don't just learn because learning is nothing. People saying information is everything. I would say information is just an opportunity to, t- to start taking action and uh, to reach your goals, whatever case might be. Again, weight loss, business, you want to approach the goal. doesn't matter, goal, right? So start taking action after you just 
listening this episode, just start start applying something, at least one small steps each and every day. You can get better and better and better. I wasn't perfect. Like right now, I'm so much closer to I achieved so many goals in my life, but it wasn't started like that. Again, I hit rock bottom, but then slowly I, and gradually I was improving myself in different areas. And that's how I build up my confidence as well. And my systems in place, my routines, my health, my energy uh, and things like that. Fantastic. And one thing I want to highlight in that and uh, specifically tying to the reason why I asked the question how it did, what was your rock bottom moment is no one has one rock bottom moment. You know, you had this huge chunk of time and all these different issues that you've had to work through. And it was continual. And for anybody who's stuck in that, uh, just, I don't know, for lack of a better term, just pile of shit, you know, when we can be in the lowest of lows, depressed, telling ourselves that we're not worth it. And, and it's so easy to just feel like giving up. But like you, you didn't give up. For years and years, you kept getting a little better, a little better, adding in a little system, adding in a little habit, adding in a little tactic or trick over and over, working on the mindset, all these different things that culminate into this amazing new version of you, right? But it took how long of, of sitting in your own depression and junk, right, Yeah, to have to get to that. And so powerful, like you said, to leverage that pain to get out of that. So good. And you had to take action. At the end of the day, nothing happens if we're not taking action for our health, for our life, for, our, our, for everything. So, man, just love it. I appreciate that so much. And uh, and one thing that I wanted to tug on a little bit is you mentioned a couple times how you were getting fit, but it wasn't necessarily great for your health. Right. So can you can you tell us or, or explain to us a little more the difference between fitness and health itself? Mm, okay, I will start this way. We see in our industry, health and uh, health and fitness industry, we see a lot of people looking so great. Uh, and we're trying to, in our modern time, we're trying to look like them, but it's not necessarily going to be like that. First of all, they might use some something that we're not going to use, something not good, good for health, right? Because that's their business and they might uh, use some additional uh, drugs for that matter, first of all. Second, which is already might be not healthy if you're doing it wrong, especially. But anyways, number two is they might be very having very good genetic. And that doesn't mean that you don't need to uh, strive to improve yourself uh, each and every day, but it's just, you need to realize that you might never be looking like them. Number three, that I want to make it very, very clear that those uh, fitness, it's when you pushing yourself to the limits over and over again, uh, high performance and every sport achievers, then sometimes doesn't really um, live that long. I've noticed a lot of the athletes, and again, I'm not saying it's bad or good. All I'm just if they have goal, they go into this goal. I understand that. I'm I'm also uh, ready to die for my goals, you know. But sometimes it's when you push it over the limits again and again and again, you will be always burned out, and you might start. You need to give your body time to recover. You need to eat properly. Uh, for example, if we just grab the bodybuilding, I would not say that they eat properly. I would not say that it's healthy. And I'm not even touching the drugs. I'm talking about six to 12 times a day eating. Can you imagine if you eat enormous amount of this uh, sugar, enormous amount of carbs? And I'm not against of carbs. I'm just saying that you consistently spike in your insulin every two to three hours. And those people even sometimes waking up in the middle of the night and having this protein shake. Again, I'm not against bodybuilders. I'm not against people who lift in weight or something. I do it myself. All I'm just saying that... Mm, 
back then I think I was thinking it's healthy. Uh, after that, I figured, hey, anytime you consume any food whatsoever, it's spiking your insulin, it's raising your blood sugar. And what it does to your body is is destroying all of the systems and your digestive system cannot rest. It needs some time rest. That's where uh, where the fasting comes in into my place uh, in my life, because I want to give my body time to recover. I want the genitory crew to come and to clean all the garbage, which is where autophagy comes. And autophagy actually stands from uh, it's basically meaning then your cells and mitochondria in your cells, which is the power energy uh, in your cells. They start and clean in itself it cannot happen if you're always eating just imagine your digestive system always digesting digesting the stuff and then you go sleep and right before the sleep you're again eating even if it's healthy again don't get me wrong if you're always pushing that uh, food inside of you you're not going to give your body a rest that's why when i in my personal life and for my clients no snacking you need to either eat or don't eat it cannot be like that it cannot be in with in between like my mom for example during the summer in the yard we have the garden we have all of the fruits and things like that so she would have breakfast she would have lunch and dinner and she thinks that's all she has but in between anytime i pass in her she is grabbing one cherry she's grabbing one uh, walnut one whatever she's snacking all the time i said hey ma can you imagine how your digestive system never resting just imagine your heart needs to pump blood even more to start digesting that. Your blood sugar raises and it links to so many diseases, so many things that it's just crazy how uh, people not aware sometimes how we're snacking all the time. So I always preach, hey, uh, even if you don't do intermediate fasting, you just clearly, you have your breakfast, if you have breakfast, right? Lunch and dinner or whatever your schedule, don't eat anything. Have water, have coffee without sugar. And just try to, that's, if you ask me one, weight loss tip i mean i have a ton of them but one that really changed so many clients life it lives is just basically don't snack everything that you put even little seed will break your fast and that's the best time to lose your weight is right between the meals this is where your blood sugar lowers and this is where your body have chance to start burning that fat because uh, believe it or not anytime the insulin spikes that's it it's completely shutting down your process of fat burning and and that's why we see so many overweight people. Of course, it's also not quality foods and things like that. It's just one of the tips that I would say. Yeah, that's fantastic and so helpful. And because there are so many different tips, so many different systems and habits and things that we need to to shift our lifestyle in a way that takes us from that rock bottom, addicted, obese person to, you know, the really healthy, optimally healthy, looking good, feeling good, energized all the time kind of person. There's a lot that goes into it. But even if we just focus on that one piece, this is a huge leverage point where if we just eat less often, that's about that, that's pretty much what you said, right? <laughs> just yeah, I didn't even often. said eat less. I said eat just less often. Just have clearly meal. Uh, I mean, time for food, time for not for food. Very clear. Uh, and that's it. That's very simple. Yeah, it is. And I used that tactic as well when I was losing weight. I was still eating easily 4,000 calories a day and melting off the fat, melting exactly. Off. Just shrink the time window and increase the quality of food. And there, everybody, you have my entire weight loss secrets. You got it. So let's dig into the fasting some more because it's such a fascinating topic. And if other people haven't tried it, we may want to dig into uh, the pros, you know, what what's great about it and also what to watch out for and what some of the common mistakes are. So... I'll let you run with that. Give us a little fasting uh, tutorial. 
Yeah, okay. So for those who are thinking of starting intermediate fasting or for those even who tried that, uh, I want to lay down a couple of main benefits of fasting to begin with. And then I will, uh, I will explain how to start the fasting, what's the main problems with fasting, uh, so you can avoid those pitfalls that I've gone through over the last five years. So first of all, intermediate fasting, it's not actually a diet. It's just time-restrictive window where you consume your food. It's It can be anything. It can be, there is many, many kinds of intermediate fasting. There is 16-8, 18-6. There is many ways in what window you can eat or not eat, right? But just to simplify it for the very beginners, I would say, let's say you usually have your breakfast, your lunch and your dinner. Now imagine next day you just skip your breakfast. You just go without your breakfast and then you have your lunch and dinner. And then you're going to do it a couple of times a week. For example, again, the best way to start with intermediate fasting or all the kinds of fast, and there is a lot of different kinds of fast. I want to just describe right now the easiest, the, the, the more common one, the intermediate fasting, uh, is basically the best way to start is to start slowly. Don't push 16 hours or 20 hours. Don't do one meal a day or anything like that to begin with uh, because you might be not prepared psychologically, first of all. I truly believe that our ancestors have gone through fasts of all kinds and we are all adapted to that and it's all perfect. It gives you lots and lots of benefits. What I'm trying to say right now is don't push too much and slowly adjust. Let's say uh, today your dinner was at 8 p.m. Now you wake up to, tomorrow at 6 and have your breakfast at 8. If you, I mean, if you already were doing that, you can push to 13, 14, 15 hours. Uh, but start slowly. The main point, start slowly because it can bite you in the back if you're going to be pushing too much. Too much, too much, too much fasting will lead to weight loss plateau, Will can lead to the binge eating and other food uh, disorders because your survival brain can go crazy. Uh, and uh, I've been battled those issues as well. So uh, I'm not really... I'm a little bit against of uh, uh, cutting calories, especially on the long run. But if you can implement uh, just intermediate fasting, just keep the dinner once in a while or the breakfast. Depends on you. I, I've done both. I've done so many kinds of fastings. And sometimes I like to skip dinner completely and it would be intermediate fasting. I mean, I have my breakfast, let's say. I have my lunch, right? I have my breakfast at 8. For example, again, it's just hypothetical. And then I have my lunch at 2. And then I just go whole dinner without eating anything. I have some water. I have some even coffee without sugar or whatever, right? And tea without uh, additive, uh, any additives, no, not fruit tea, nothing. And I just go about my day. And that's it. On an empty stomach, I go sleep. I wake up. I can have breakfast again. If you don't like that system, you can implement simpler. The most common one is when you skip breakfast. Again, sometimes it might be hard for you to skip breakfast. Even that's how I train my mom. She is very into breakfast. She loves her breakfast and her breakfast is always the same. It's some coffee, some bread um, and uh, with cheese and the butter on top. And I'm okay with that. She eats. It's okay. I'm not teaching my parents. Never teach your parents. They can turn out bad. So, But I ask her to just remove her breakfast from 8 in the morning to 9 and then slowly 10 and then 11, 12. And they turn down that. Now she can have her breakfast at 2 p.m. Uh, in some cases if she want to. And she alternated. Sometimes she has the breakfast and lunch and dinner. Sometimes the other day she would skip that. That's, that's the flexibility. And this leads me to the biggest intermediate fasting or fasting uh, benefit, in my opinion. Again, it gives you health. It cleans your skin. Uh, your inflammation levels is going down because imagine you're eating less now, less frequent. And just for your information, I want to make it clear, any food, even the healthy food is inflammatory. 
just so you know, guys, because you think only omega-6 is uh, uh, inflammatory or in other foods or just dairy or just this, it doesn't really work this way. Some of them are more inflammatory, some less, but any food is basically creates some level of inflammation. Okay, I want to make it clear. Now, when you don't eat at all, by the way, the no snacking rule also applicable here, as you see, right? Uh, when you don't eat at all in your intermediate fasting window, you're giving your body chest to recover. And also, again, you're not raising your blood sugar. No food coming whatsoever. So no digestion, no blood sugar, no uh, no inflammation whatsoever. So those are the biggest benefits. But even more bigger for me, number one, is the freedom. I fell in love in intermediate fasting because, first of all, you can combine it with any diet pattern you want any nutritional preferences. Second of all, I don't like to do uh, laundry, oh, sorry, laundry, to do my dishes, to cook all the time, to clean all the time, to eat all the time, to think what to buy, to grocery. I mean, I have my wife for those things, but I'm just saying that I was single and this intermediate fasting came out really, really handy because, hey, now I'm skipping breakfast and lunch and sometimes I'm just doing one meal a day, Omet called one meal a day. From time to time, I was doing this. And it was so handy. You cook one time, you eat one time, you do the dishes one time and you feel awesome. You have a lot more energy. By the way, you will feel amazing. You will feel, but only if, when you get into this spot already, sweet spot, because when you're just starting with intermediate fasting, sometimes you might feel not good, but you're slowly going to push through that, improve yourself and you will start uh, feeling mental clarity and you will get all of that freedom that you didn't have before. And again, physical energy will increase because believe it or not, I just going to say this really quick. About 70% of our energy, physical energy, goes to the digestion. So we still need to eat. I'm not against food. I love food. All I'm trying to say is sometimes if we st stay a little bit out of the food, that's okay. You're not going to die. Believe me, my friend. So uh, I recommend it for anybody who into any healthy hacks, anything healthy, any for anybody who want a mental clarity, for business owners, for uh, moms, for, for anybody who want to lose weight, maintain their weight. Those are the biggest tips, the biggest things, the systems that I use, no snacking, intermediate fasting. And then of course you can have so many other fasts, uh, dry fasting, prolonged fasting. It's already more advanced things that uh, I probably leave for another interview because it's too big of the topic. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So good. So good. And to really uh, underline one part of that is if you haven't tried it, definitely start slow, right? Because we can yes. really burn ourselves out. That's I like you have done all the different types of fasting. I've tried every piece of it and it's so much fun and it's hard to build such another level of mental grit and discipline to be able to do that. And if you go too hard, which I actually have done before, uh, I've done a few like five day water fasts and the what, last year, previous last year, I was doing three day fast every month. So I was like, that's what Dr. Peter Atiyah said is awesome. So I'm going to do what he said. And it worked great for about nine months until the ninth month I was burned out on fasting. I was bored of it. I didn't like it. I didn't want to do it anymore. And now I'm having trouble getting back to doing even a 24-hour fast is not fun for me because I burned it out, right? So now I have to actually go in and heal the mindset issues that I have with fasting so I can get back into it because it's way too healthy. It's just too good. And kind of bringing it back to when we were talking the difference of fitness versus health, if we aim for optimal health, we get to who we want to be and fitness will be a part of that, right? If you're overdoing your fasting, it can be unhealthy. 
if you're do overdoing any bit of life, right, it can be really unhealthy. So we really got to be careful about how intensely we go into different things. And especially, I mean, you and I are similar and most of our audience where we're kind of hard chargers. We want to get things done. We want to go. So like, why not dive into five days of water fasting? Let's just go, right? I'm going to lose 30 pounds. But that's not, that's one of the things where you have really got to dial that into our brain of easy cowboy. Like we got a minute. We've got the rest of our life to be healthy, pump the brakes a little bit. This is really worth easing your way into it. And also uh, really worth easing our way out of it, right? So how do we break a fast? How do we make sure that we're not messing up our system on that end? So can you dive into breaking our fast a little bit? Exactly, Russ, exactly. I forgot even to mention about that. The biggest mistake that I've encountered, it's not even related to fasting. I mean, fasting is easy. You just skip everything. Just drink water and don't have any problems. That's the easiest way. But the hardest one, and only smart fasters know that, is how you break a fast. The most important part is how you break a fast. And it doesn't matter. It's, I mean, it doesn't matter. It's intermediate fasting, prolonged fasting or something. It is the more you fast, the more it's actually crucial how you break the fast. Because Believe it or not, when you fasting, uh, your body go into the processes where again it cleans yourself up, and uh, a lot of things is happening in your uh, in your digestive tract, and basically is getting a little bit breakdown uh, because of those uh, different mitochondria, different uh, cells starting eating itself, cleaning itself, and it's kind of sounds ridiculous, sounds like something bad, where in reality is good because it's cleaning the old dead cells and whatnot. And first of all you have to break the fast the right way. You have to take care, not of your need of eat right away, but basically of your gut biome, of your gut, of your digestive tract. And this is where bone broth comes handy big time. I want everybody, and uh, all the time when I'm breaking a fast, I have a cup of the bone broth. And then it's, it's basically, uh, in the, uh, it creates this uh, flexibility in the column. It's warming it up. It's like uh, before workout. You don't want to push right away and run or lift uh, 200 pounds, something or whatever on your biceps. So you're trying to you're trying to ease out. You're, you're trying to pre-warm your system. In this case, your digestive system, your digestive tract. If you're going to take care of your gut biome, of your digestive system, you will save your health and you will get a lot more weight loss as well. And of course, health benefits. So all the time, I, I know not a lot of people like bone broth. I drink it every single day. I cook myself. I mean, my wife cooking. But you can go and buy different uh, ones. But uh, the, preferably, it's a bone broth, uh, chicken bone broth, or the uh, beef bone broth. That would be perfect. After that, I will wait maybe 15 minutes again to give my body to pre-warm that right, system. And then I will consume lean protein. Now, bone broth, it's already lean protein, which is great. And then you have lean protein, uh, something like lean chicken, something like uh, shrimps would be the perfect way to go. Uh, I usually go with chicken, uh, but it's just my preferences. About five ounces of it. And that's my, that's my intermediate fasting uh, breaking fast protocol. I have bone broth. I have lean chicken. Now, why I don't combine right away with carbs and fats and all of that? And it's very simple. Again, your digestive system was resting, was rebuilding. The mucosal layer of your gut was a little bit breaking down. And you don't want to right away put all of the macronutrients, which is carbs, fats, and proteins, right? It's going to be hard to digest. In this case, you need to, uh, your body needs to create too much of the different enzymes to break down the fats, the carbs, and the uh, protein. That's number one. Number two, I don't want to bombard my uh, my digestive system with the too much of the calories at the same time uh, because it also will release uh, inflammatory uh, 
response in your body and it's not going to be good not for your health uh, not for your weight loss not even for your feeling you're going to feel you're going to feel tired so i always go with slowly and then i have 30 minutes when i'm just not eating so it's it's see it's a kind of breaking fast protocol cup of bone broth uh, lean protein five ounces and then i wait 30 minutes and then i would go and have my main meal whether dinner whether it uh, lunch depending on your schedule uh, that's how i usually go and after that again depends on you doing keto paleo whatever you do you already can put some carbs some fats and all of that mix but to begin with i don't wanna because right at the end of the right at the end of the fast your very sensitive to the spike of the insulin sugar spike so if you mix different components if you add right away carbs if you add right away fats and protein together you will get a lot bigger spike of the uh, blood sugar and it's not going to be good for your health uh, it's uh, something that i utilize only on a targeted keto but i'm not going to probably die into that so i utilize that strategically for most of the cases i want to keep it as lean as possible so I will get all of the health benefits and I will have all of the energy and things like that. Yeah. So good. So good. And uh, so what you're saying is I shouldn't have one cheeseburger a day. What do you right? say? That was my only, my only meal should not be just oh, one yeah. cheeseburger. No, no, no. It's, it's <laughs> not going to turn down well. Yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> just making sure. Okay. So now I know how to break my fast better. Yeah, and bone broth. So good. And it heals up that gut lining, gets the enzymes and the juices flowing. So fantastic for, for every process. And especially as we're working on burning fat, right? We're detoxing from our fat cells too. And so we need to have this bone broth, which helps actually turn up our detox processes and flush all this garbage out, right? So, so, so good. So good. Bone broth. Everybody make it. Get it. <laughs> and you mentioned that uh, that your wife does a lot of the, the cooking, making of the bone broth and everything. Same thing with my wife. I think it, the best uh, biohack you could get is a wife that will cook. So <laughs> that's <laughs> thank you, women. Thank you, wives, for, for making us healthy. But uh, what's, the, what's the role of... Uh, having a really supportive spouse in your health journey? I mean, it's not only in health uh, and weight loss journey. Having the wife, having someone who, in my case, my wife for me, it's my muse. It's someone who is inspiring me because sometimes I still, I'm mastering my mindset and things like that. But sometimes things just doesn't go the way I want it to be. Life happens, right? And sometimes you might feel down and sometimes you might come to your wife and say, hey, now I'm going to go and eat this bad food. Now I'm going to binge or whatever. She's like psychologist to me, you know? I'm the coach. I'm coaching people. But at the same time, every coach, every life coach, every health coach, fitness coach, whatever, need to have a coach. And even the best coach on earth, uh, Tony Robbins, has multiple coaches in different areas of life. So my wife, uh, actually coaching me my wife supporting me with the again she cooks amazing she is thai and i love thai food it's not necessarily always uh, keto or palo or uh, friendly but uh, i'm 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 a nutritionist nerd i know what's food good for me what's not so i'm giving her the number the list of the foods that she can mix and the way she can cook it because i don't want it overcooked i don't want it uh, barbecued or something it's different healthy reasons right so uh, my wife, not only like a cook, but again, it's just, it's like a coach in my life, in all areas of my life. It's my best friend. Uh, it's my uh, spouse. It's my coach. Uh, it's uh, my cook, personal cook. It's, it's everything for me, you know? <laughs> it's my muse. Yeah. Oh, man. You're speaking right from my heart. I can feel it. You're just my Ukrainian brother. We have the same life. <laughs> so cool. <laughs> exactly. So good, man. So I uh, another thing that you mentioned that 
when before we started recording. So your wife is from Thailand, and uh, so you went and lived there for a little bit, and you're in Ukraine now. You lived in Russia originally, right? That's where you're originally from, and now you're thinking maybe I'll go to America, and but you're not sure exactly where. And you said, "I just got to go and try it out." Right. You got to just go figure out which place you want to get to. And I think that that's just such a revealing piece of mindset is you're not just going to sit and wait and see and, and think about what you might want. You're going to act. You literally move different places to see, do I want to live there? Is this what I want? You try different diets, different types of fasting. Is this what I want? Is this what works for me? You didn't just sit and, and stew on it and have that analysis paralysis. You took action on that. and. That's something that, uh, I mean, I'm guilty of too, of just like sitting and thinking too much instead of doing the damn thing. So how did you get into that mindset of, I'm just going to take the action and learn from it? I mean, I, I wasn't born that smart. You know what I'm saying? We all go and we all staying in the shoulders of the giants. And I, I, I'm not sharing it much, but I've been going not only through weight loss journey, through all of that thing. I've been taking multiple courses in different self-development uh, areas. I'm very, very into self-development. And of course, mindset, emotions, emotional states, mentality. That's a huge part of the success business. So uh, I've gone through multiple Tony Robbins programs and all the programs, of course. And uh, that's the way that's the way I wired myself. I have I have my goals. I have my visions. I have something that always uh, priming that something that wakes me up the at the times when I feel uh, like I stuck in a rut or like I don't want to do something or like I'm procrastinating. Uh, I can always uh, I can always uh, remind myself. Actually, I have the whole whiteboard with different reminders, with different tasks. I have whole day is actually laid down. I know exactly, hey, I wake up at eight in the morning, I go for my run and I'm going to train my body. I'm going to train my mind, uh, do some affirmation, incantation, whatever. There is a lot of things that I do, gratitude. And then I'm going to come, I'm going to film some video for my uh, YouTube channel. I'm going to do this and this. So basically my whole day is laying down, but I wasn't born like that, right? I've trained myself. I've learned from all the peoples that anytime you set up the goal, you never leave uh, the you never leave your goal, your vision without taking uh, at least one little action towards that goal. So anytime I plan something, again, I will repeat myself in any area of life, I will make sure I'm going to do whatever it takes right away, what I can do right now. Let's say you, you tune in right now, my friend, to this podcast and you listen, listen and Rusty and Alex talking some, some good stuff, right? Uh, you've learned many, many things. How about you're going to go to your whiteboard or you open your note or whatever the case might be in your case, just write it down. Hey, Stop snacking, blam, blam, blam. Starting from tomorrow, just put it in your to-do list, in your, I don't know, vision board, whatever, and uh, start practicing intermediate fasting. How about I'm going to skip tomorrow breakfast? So what I'm saying, we're going to talk a lot today about different stuff, but it's all applicable right now. You don't need to wait till magic happens, till all life going to be changed. You need to, anytime you listen to something that you resonate with, go and try it. I'm not sure. Maybe it's not going to work for you, uh, but you're never going to know till you try. So I just build this mentality by listening to those successful people. I just model them and I've trained myself again. I just have my vision and I every morning I check my vision. I visualize. I go through different processes in my day and I have my whiteboard and it always has, hey, interview with Rusty. Hey, do meditation. Hey, do different exercises, physical, mental and uh emotional and that's how I'm pushing myself towards that and again uh, a lot of in my life I lean I 
I utilize in pain and pleasure, and it's something that I'm big on. And uh, believe it or not, most of the things that, not most of it, I'm sorry, everything in life, in our life, controls by two forces, pain and pleasure. Everything we do in life is to avoid pain and to gain pleasure. So I use it wisely. That's what I train my client. That's what I'm trying to get across your audience and mine is to link the pain of not taking action, whatever the case might be. Let's say you want to start a diet, but you or stop binge eating or stop overeating or junk food and you never follow through. I want you to sit down for 15, 20, 30 minutes and start asking yourself, what is going to be in five years if you're not going to take this action? Are you still going to look this way? Are you gained some weight? You're going to gain some weight or you're going to lose some weight? Are you going to feel more energized or less energized? And I want you to go deep with yourself. I want you to guide yourself asking those question, questions. How are my kids going to look at me? Uh, am I going to feel better? Am I going to make more impact for the world? Make more money? I want you and only you, my friend, know what's painful for you. Uh, I can give you just my examples that I use. And then you link that enormous amount of pain if you're not going to take this action. Then anytime it's happening, the time that you need to take an action, you think about it. Hey, I don't want this pain. I will do anything necessary to avoid this pain. And one of the examples that I do for myself, it's a little bit crazy, but uh, I'm still going to share it because it's true. That's what I do. Anytime I want to get this cookie, even a healthy cookie, like walnut cookie, whatever my wife cooking different things, even if it's healthy, but it's not in my meal plan for today. It's not in my day. Uh, or it's like snack, and I don't want a snack, right? Uh, anything uh, that I'm trying to, again, I probably repeat myself. Anytime I want to overcome some behavior, and I find myself in the position of thinking about doing this behavior, I'm catching with my mental focus. I catch myself, and I start thinking about the pain. I link so much pain to overeating, to binge eating, to garbage eating, that I imagine myself right away, if I have this, let's say cookie, for you, it might be something different. I imagine that I'm losing two of my legs right away. Bam, I'm crippled. I'm, I cut my, I mean, they're cut it. I feel the pain. And again, I'm sorry for this uh, a little bit dramatic scene, but that's what I picture for myself. I picture that my kids, uh, my future kids looking at me, my whole family looking at me and saying, Alex, you promised better life for us. You promised to buy us house. How did you, why you didn't follow through? Was it worthy this one cookie of you getting that? I'm seeing, I'm seeing different crazy stuff. Again, I link this pain for myself. And then what I do, the next step is I link pleasure right away. Because if you're always stuck in the pain, it's not going to be good. So I have a lot of pleasure. What it's going to be if I say no to this cookie? I'm imagining myself. I'm staying on the stage, on a 50,000 uh, arena stage, and I'm speaking to people. I'm helping, impacting people, all of my mentors. Uh, staying there and uh, clapping me. And I mean, it's my goals, right? I have different missions and goals in life, big and small ones. Again, I just said to you my big one, but this can be just you imagining yourself in the in the, in the the bathing suit uh, on the beach, looking best, feeling your best. Again, the power is when you visualizing like that, you have to feel it. You have to really go deep. And your brain will believe in that because your brain is and mind is incredible machinery. It doesn't know the difference uh, when you close your eyes and you just visualize that. It's really going to believe and uh, in that. And you're going to link this pleasure. You're going to go towards that goal, towards that vision. Again, for you, it might be different. For you, it might be related to big, small goals. doesn't matter. You just need to sit, uh, spend time. Again, see, uh, here is here is for you, my friend, new 
new action really quick sit down for 30 minutes and write your freaking goal write your vision what is your pleasure write it down what's your date you want to achieve make it as specific as possible as pleasurable as possible for example if it's weight loss one you can write Hey, uh, in six months from now, I'm going to be that much weight. I'm going to drop that much weight. I'm going to be looking that incredible with a six pack and I'm staying on the beach and all of this girl around me or all of this man, depending on you, who are you and you, and you write it very specific deadline, what you're going to do, how you're going to feel. And then you're going to visualize and think about it. again, that's an exercise. That's an, actually, I'm not teaching you. I'm not just sharing with you information. I'm asking you, my friend, to start taking action right now. I mean, after the podcast, probably. So <laughs> you set up the time in your schedule, at least schedule. If you cannot do it right now, I understand you might be working, you might be driving your car, but schedule it in your calendar and go for this 30 minutes where you don't have kids around, don't have wife, don't have boss. You sit and you go deep within you because that's my friend going to change your entire life, regardless of your goals, regardless of your whatever you want to achieve in life link enormous amount of pleasure doing this stuff and the last example really quick i'm just gonna share about the pleasure for example when i feel like i don't want to do workout when i do push-ups or do any exercises i got it from the arnold schwarzenegger one of my mentor and coach you know so uh, the arnold schwarzenegger inspired me not as a bodybuilder uh, but as a really strong mindset person and what he said, anytime he's doing this squat with 500 pounds, uh, anytime he's doing this push-up, any exercise, he's not in the pain. His body is going through the pain, but he's with the smile on his face because anytime he do the squats, it's not barbells, it's not uh, plates on his shoulders. He's imagining that he's lifting the cup, the uh, Mr. Olympia cup. He won this tournament. Now, imagine this level of mindset when you do something when you do work out and i actually started doing the same without the cup uh, i just started imagining that i'm uh i'm buying uh so when i'm doing a push-up for example push-ups i push and i get tired i want to give up and i remind myself hey every push-up i i'm buying new house to my mom boom i bought this beautiful house that i promised to my mom now next push-up boom and I'm buying house for my brother. Now, next push-up, and I link a lot of this emotion, great emotions, okay? I've been visualizing a lot, so now I'm doing exercise. It's easy for me to push more. Same with saying no to the bad foods. It can be applicable for anything that you don't want to go through. Train your mind, and eventually it will become a habit. Just, yeah, <laughs> I can talk too much about that. So it's just a few examples from my life that I use, and it's really, really was a game changer for me uh, because mindset is 80% of the success and 20% is mechanics. I give you the advices about not fasting, intermediate fasting, nutrition, whatever, whatever. It's all great. But if your mindset not in the place, if you cannot find why you're doing it, what's your reason behind that, then nothing going to last, my friend. doesn't matter what you do in business uh, or any other uh, things in your life. Heck yeah. So good. And I thought I was the only weird guy smiling in the gym when I'm pumping something really hard. So <laughs> I love it. I love it. And and uh, you said about 10 minutes ago, you said, that's the way I wired myself. You made the decision to rewire your brain, to rewire your nervous system, your habits, your thoughts, your patterns, everything about you to be this absolute badass. You didn't start here. You chose to make this change. And that is just amazing and inspirational. And you're making me want to turn up my game on every level right now. So thank you for that. You're inspiring me today, man. I appreciate that. Thank you, Russ. And I know you're inspiring everybody else out here too, because we all need these 
mentors, these people that expand our vision of what's possible for ourselves. And we can do that for ourselves, just like you do every time that you're expanding your vision when you're doing your push-up, thinking who's going to get the next house or, or all these different things. You're visualizing, you're emotionalizing as well to know it's you're not just seeing this picture of what might be there. You're feeling deeply what's really going to happen. And that is just an absolute just it's a secret to success if you're not feeling it if you're not emotionalizing what's possible you're missing out on so much so hot damn you're bringing so much fire today i appreciate it man and uh what what i'm thinking we're gonna do is we're gonna schedule a part two because i want to dig in way deeper with you on a lot of these subjects so we're gonna make that happen so let's go ahead and start wrapping up for right now and just put a pin in it and i've got notes for what to ask you next time too so we can really go down the rabbit hole on some of these so uh as we do wrap up what's uh what, where should people find you if they want to get more Alex in their life? Okay, so there is a couple of options you can do. You can tie, uh, you can find my YouTube channel or podcast show, which is basically the same name, uh, Body Mastery with Alex Yegorov. Uh, and the best way to connect with me is to go to biohackbody.com. If you want to improve your mindset, if you want to lose weight, if you want to get healthy, energized, change your life for the best, then go to biohackbody.com and you'll find more information there. Hell yeah. And if you had just one piece of advice you could give everybody, what would it be today? Just one one last piece of party. I advice. think I made it very clear. Uh, I want to make it very clear again. Start taking action right now. Right now, you're going to pause this podcast. You're going to park your car. You're going to schedule your time in the calendar, or you will start uh, diving right away into your visualization. You're going to write it down. You're going to start uh, scheduling whatever you've learned from that. I know we talked a lot about, and I'm not uh, asking you to start doing everything. We're not perfect. Don't start do everything, everything. It might overwhelm you, but start taking small steps, small action towards your goals right now. Not today, right now. Even the scheduling something, as I said, it's already action because you might be right now busy in the work and you cannot literally right now go and working out or something. I understand. But schedule, you can always find one minute schedule in your calendar so you're not going to miss that. So that's the biggest advice. Take action. Not, not just learn. Take action. That's what I'm talking about. So good. Alex, thank you so much for being on the show, everybody. Take action. Put it in your calendar. Let's visualize it, emotionalize it, make things happen. And uh, let's get after it, everybody. Now, for those of you who want to work with me directly on your healthy weight loss journey, who need more personal touch, who need, uh, who want to me holding your hand in helping you with fasting, with keto, nutrition, exercises, whatever the case might be, and the most importantly with accountability and the mindset help. If you want to not only lose weight but actually keep it off for life, then I have a special one-on-one body mastery coaching program where I personally help my clients to reach their body of their dreams while getting energized, getting healthy healthier and happier in a healthy and sustainable way, which is the most important. Now, I make custom-tailored meal plans, fasting and exercise regimen if necessary. We have daily accountability check-ins, weekly video Zoom calls with me personally, and lots more. So, to find out more about this one-on-one body mastery coaching program and to book a free strategy call with me personally, go to my website at biohackbody.com. Thanks for joining me today and listening to this podcast. 
If you enjoyed this episode or receive any value, then I'd love you to leave an honest review on iTunes. It does help a little bit to spread my word out so this podcast can reach more people so we can help as many people as we possibly can to master their bodies and improve lives for the good. And don't forget to subscribe to the Body Mastery Podcast with Alex Yegorov for future episodes. I see you there.